You know, uh, who does that tune? I like that. What is that? That is uh, the Black Keys. The Black Keys. I like that, that little crunchy guitar thing. I almost didn't want to end it. I, that's one of the issues is that you pick such cool music mm-hmm. that uh, I just want to sit here and listen to the songs. But that's not why people tune in no. to this American Podcast Comedy Edition on ComedySchoolsRadio.com every Thursday and Friday at 9 a.m. Mountain Standard Time. No. They tune in to hear the kind of thing we're about to present to you right now, ladies and gentlemen. And on the line with us, we have from the very cool website, WeAreMovieGeeks.com, we have Mr. Sam Moffat. Sam, how are you? Pretty good, Tony. How are you doing? You know, I am, uh, I'm, I'm doubly pleased now because um, you just came in clear as a bell that the uh, gods oh, of okay. satellites and electronics allowed this marvelous miracle of communication you and Flo Rida, and that is officially how they call the state now, right? Flo Rida? Um, right now it's cold. It's cold. It's cold in Flo Rida. Oh, cold, cold yeah. Ida. Cold Ida. And uh, I am uh, sitting in uh, Old Town Scottsdale in Arizona, and we're able to have this conversation. Good. Are you, uh, so is, is, is Florida, there's like, I, I've been seeing on the news about the, the Ar- Arctic vortex. That was going to make things sound terrible. Unless something's terrible, then they don't tell you about it at all. But uh, is it is it like freezing, freezing down there? Uh, it's pretty cold for Florida, yeah. Even for this time of year, it's real cold right now. Is it like oranges going to freeze on the vine, kind of? I don't know. Probably. Oranges, strawberries, all that stuff. Yeah, that's not good. And you know what? That, that, that makes the breakfast meal more expensive. Yes, it does. And, the bre- and breakfast is the most important meal of the day. Absolutely. Which is why I eat a cinnamon bun covered in ham. So, um. Mm. <laughs> yes, breakfast is very important. Absolutely. Yeah. You know what's good? Salami is good. A nice fried salami on an egg covered in Velveeta cheese, I think, is probably the healthiest. <laughs> yeah, it's a shame. We can't, we can't get White Castle in Florida either, unless you get the frozen ones. They're no good. So let me ask you something, because uh, you know you and I, you and I knew each other as, as uh, uh, young men, and uh, we yeah. we we frequented a restaurant that is a a legendary uh, pre fast food before there was a McDonald's before any of that stuff. There was White Castle. Yeah. And you and I ate yeah. there a lot. Can you even eat though? At this point in your life, can you eat them now? I can't eat them anymore. I doubt seriously. The last time I was in St. Louis, I tried to find a White Castle. I couldn't find one. Well, you know, the, if you walk around, drive around Missouri, it's usually find a lot of stuff white, but no White Castles. I couldn't find one. I went everywhere where there used to be one, and they're not there anymore. Well, we're going to investigate this. You know, every once in a while, my wife will tell me she goes, "I can get you some frozen ones at the." I go, "It's not the same." The frozen ones I have a very bad reaction to, so the fresh ones I probably would too. Like a rash? Uh, no, like um, what's a polite word for it? Diarrhea? Yeah, that, that's know, a pretty that, that's a pretty polite word, and, and that one's rough. <laughs> so yeah, I doubt if I get I I subsist on raw vegetables and fresh fruit and oatmeal anymore. And when I try wow. and eat any kind of fast food, I generally, like, I, I never go anywhere near McDonald's or Burger King or any of that anymore, ever. No. I can't eat that stuff. So I doubt if I could eat White Castle. You know, for me, I, 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 I'm kind of there, but uh, um, I actually take a, a medication so that I can eat bad food. <laughs> uh, sweet. I take, a, 
I, I take a prescription heartburn medication. And I was off it recently because uh, now we're sounding old. Some other medication I was on wouldn't allow me to take my my uh, heartburn medication. And I had a bad stomach the entire time. I was The, the other medication worked. And now I, and as soon as I could, I started taking this uh, heartburn stomach medication. And I'm back to the salami and egg on a Kaiser roll covered in Velveeta cheese and a, uh, a dill pickle. Damn it, I'll eat the toothpick yeah. through the sandwich. I don't care. Yeah. Yeah, I doubt that I could eat White Castle, but I have my memories. I'll always have that. The last time I was in St. Louis, I went in and ate like one, just, you know, in, in honor of the city. Yeah. How about Emo's Pizza? Do you remember Emo's Pizza? Oh, absolutely. Sure. Emo's actually was pretty good. Yeah. There's a yeah, guy. St. Louis style. Thin crust. Thin crust. Thin crust. There's a guy out here named George Fraser, has a restaurant, Fraser's Restaurant, and I wandered into it one time was near a theater that I owned, and uh, I saw that he had emos. I go, what? And turned out the guy had gr- grown up by uh, the Bevo Mill neighborhood in St. Louis and, and was making emo-style pizzas in, out here in Arizona, and, and I loved that man. I loved him deeply. Excellent. Now, that's not why, you know, that's not why you called in, though. I'm taking your valuable time to talk about uh, food that we can no longer eat because you yeah. write for a very cool website, which I'm really recommending to people called WeAreMovieGeeks.com. It has all kinds of cool information. Uh, if, you, if you love movies, you know, I mean, really love movies, you love them half as much as, as Sam does or even half as much as I do. This is a great website. So much cool information about films, great recommendations. Uh, and what you and I talked about that you were going to try to dig up, we're going to do this uh, uh, a couple of times before Christmas, you are going to try to dig up uh, some gems. It's going to be the holiday season. Some people are going to be off work. Uh, they're uh-huh. going to board quickly with what's, you know, at, at the multiplex or the movies. Some gems that we might be able to get a hold of. Have you been able to find something for us? Uh, oh, absolutely. Now, you want to talk about strictly Christmas movies? Let's I mean, Yeah, let's start with that. What do you got? Okay. Well, uh, one of the first movies I reviewed for the website was a French movie from, when was it made? Uh, 2005. Okay. Joyeux, Joyeux Noël. Joyeux Noël. Joyeux Noël, which is French for Merry Christmas. It's a French movie about World War One, and it affected me very deeply because I am a veteran. I did four years in the U.S. Navy, and it's about it's based on true events. World War One was not popular with the guys who had to fight it. I don't, well, I don't think any war is popular with the guys who actually have to go in, into combat. But uh, yeah, I'm sure you're familiar with World War One. They got lined up in trenches, and it became a stalemate that lasted for years. And on Christmas Eve, 20 or 20, 1914, the first year of the war, on Christmas Eve, there were spontaneous truces all up and down the trench lines. And um, this the movie is based on real letters that guys wrote home from the German and the French and the Scottish armies and the Austrians. Uh, Belgians and everybody else that got involved in that mess. Um, it's a it's a an ensemble piece. There are multiple characters in all three armies, and uh, one of the Germans is an opera singer. And on Christmas Eve, the Germans actually had very elaborate uh, decorations for Christmas. They put up trees all up and down their trench line, and um, the opera singer starts singing uh, um, Augusta Fidelis. Uh, Oh, come all ye faithful, in other words, in the original German. 
and he starts singing it, and he gets out of the trench, and this is Christmas Eve, there's snow on the ground, everybody's cold and miserable. He gets out in the middle of no man's land, and the Scots and the French applaud him. And the Scots and the French officers come out to talk to the German officer, and they decide to have a truce on, New, on Christmas Eve. And they, they all, all, both armies come out, and they stand in the middle of uh, no man's land, and they just kind of look at each other at first, and then they, they start sharing what little they've got. The Germans have chocolate, uh, the French have wine, and uh, the Scots have bagpipes. <laughs> and, uh, they share what they've got, and the Scots have a chaplain who comes out and says mass for everybody. And they lay their weapons down, and they actually get to know each other. And they decide, okay, well, tomorrow is Christmas. We'll continue the truce. We, you know, no fighting. They end up playing football out in the middle of no man's land. And um, then, of course, uh, in Europe, the day in Europe and Canada, the day after Christmas is Boxing Day. Mm-hmm. Uh, come Boxing Day, the truce continues. They cannot go back to shooting each other because they've gotten to know each other. And, um, of course, this enrages the upper, you know, uh, ranks of officers, you know. You can't have a good war if people are not going to shoot each other. Yeah, they got, you got to have a lot of hate. Yeah, they, the French come to respect the Germans. Um, the Scots respect everybody, which I was rather proud of because my background is Scots and Irish. And um, come Boxing Day, um, they're supposed to re resume their hostilities. And the... Um, the French are in their trenches. The Germans come walking over unarmed. And the French officer actually says, what in the hell are you guys doing? We should be shooting you. <laughs> and the Germans, the German officer says, we just got word that your location is going to be shelled by artillery. Maybe you want to come over and sit in our trenches. So the French and the Scots trudge across no man's land and sit with the Germans while their trench line gets shelled. And then the Scottish officer says, okay, it's tit for tat. Now this location will be shelled. So the Germans walk, walk with the the Scots and the French back over to their trench, and they sit there. Well, you know, well they get hit by artillery where they're supposed to be, and um, they find it very hard. This this it becomes a scandal. Um, the Scottish minister, the the priest, is not only uh, defrocked; he gets excommunicated for saying mass for everybody. And this is all true. This is all based on true it's stuff. It's all true. It's all true. Absolutely. Every bit of it is true. Um, the, all the officers are based on real guys who wrote letters home about what was going on. Um, and one of the things I liked about it uh, is very authentic. Everybody's a youngster. All the officers and all the men look to be in their very early 20s which, uh, you know, we grew up on World War II propaganda movies, which, you know, made it look like we were fighting with a bunch of middle-aged guys. You know, yeah, John Wayne uh, and Robert Ryan. Yeah, yeah, William Bendix, uh, you know, uh, <laughs> Ernest Borgnine, you know, those guys. Wait, when you were a kid, though, and you're watching William Bendix in World War II movie, you go, that guy can't fight. Look at him. He's, a, he's yeah. out of shape. <laughs> yeah. He's yeah, not Babe Ruth. Yeah. <laughs> yeah. But, um, yeah, they're all youngsters. In fact, the French officer is a real little guy, and his uniform looks to be too big. He looks like a little kid playing at being a soldier. And a real authentic uh, thing, the movie starts with uh, an assault where they actually try and take the German trenches. And the French officer goes somewhere by himself to throw up because he's so nervous about going into combat, which is very authentic. 
and um, the um, they they break everybody up. the 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 French officer is relieved of his command. The Scottish officer is reprimanded, and the the men are separated. They send the Scots somewhere else. They send the French somewhere else, and the Germans get sent to the Eastern Front to fight the Russians. And their commanding officer, they get loaded on a train, and their officer says, okay, you guys are going to the Eastern Front. I hope you're as friendly with the Russians as you are with the French and the goddamn Scots. I really do. <laughs> they, everybody, everybody's in trouble for doing this, you know, for just refusing to fight the war. The... Um, you know, there's just one one situation after another. One of the Germans goes insane and gets out in no man's land, unarmed. The Scottish soldiers are ordered to shoot him, and they won't do it. They fire straight up in the air instead of shooting this guy because they know he's harmless. You know, he's he's not. The poor guy's lost his mind because his brother was killed. Oh wow! But um, and it all comes about because of Christmas, and um, it's it's full of the Christmas spirit in the terms of. It, it makes the point, and it, uh, most of the great anti-war movies are usually about World War One because it was so damn senseless. Yeah, you know? all quiet on the Western Front. Yeah, Paths of Glory. Um, uh, there's a great French movie called Wooden Crosses. Um, Jai Accuse um, by Abel Gantz. Uh, you know, all the great war movies are anti-war, usually are about World War One because the cost was so high and it, it resolved nothing. You know, World War sure. One led directly to World War Two. Yeah, and uh, you know, it's it's a uh, it's a great movie, and it, it it gives you the the hope that eventually one day we'll we'll put warfare aside completely. And um, the shame of it is, every American should see the movie, but they probably won't because it's subtitled. And it's called Joyeux Noël. Joyeux Noël. Joyeux Noël. Um, it's partly French, partly German, and partly English because of the Scots. Now, what year was this film made? Uh, 2005. Oh, so it's a recent film. This is not, I'm not looking at, uh, okay, 2005. Yeah this, not, yeah, this is not an older movie at all, by any means. Now, what I want you to do, Sam, if you can, uh, we'll, we'll certainly find it, but just, you know, just send me, you know, via messenger, just send me a link to the, uh, and how can we find the film and watch the film? Um, I know Netflix has it. I'm sure they have it available on download. I got it through, uh, uh, on DVD. Okay. But uh, I'm sure it's available on download, and um, it might even be available on um, on YouTube. All right, so you just send, send me the link. Send me, you know, some brief info. Uh, we'll find it. We'll put it up and let people know about this. Uh, what, you know what? I, I now want to see the movie uh, very much so. You know, the way, the way you talked about it, I go, this is a movie that I've got to see. Yeah, it's uh, it's a wonderful movie, and uh, it quite frankly it reduced me to tears. I'm uh, like I say, I'm a veteran myself, although I was not involved in combat. I waited till Vietnam was over, and then I enlisted in the Navy. Yeah, I remember that. And um, I, it reminded me when we uh, the ship I was on, we used to go to the Mediterranean. I've been to the Mediterranean three times. Uh, got liberty in Italy, Spain, Yugoslavia. Um, and we used to see the Russians all the time. In fact, every time we would go through the Straits of Gibraltar, I was on an aircraft carrier, the, the Russians would follow us around and watch everything we did. And on one particular cruise, the Russian intelligence ship that followed us got so close, they were up under the overhang of the, of the flight deck. Wow. And you, you're not supposed to do that. No. <laughs> In fact, excuse my language, but I noticed this because I was in the hangar 
deck, and I saw the ship getting awfully close. And a shipmate of mine said, what the fuck are these guys doing? And, um, the, of course, the, you know, the people running our ship called um, hand salute to port. We rendered these guys some respect and gave them a hand salute, and they gave it back. But they were close enough. The Russians, I could have thrown a softball, and one of the guys could have caught it. They were that close. But they looked like a bunch of goofballs. They looked about, <laughs> they looked about as dangerous as a bunch of guys you'd see at a barbecue. You know, they just look absolutely ordinary. And I thought, now, wait a minute. These guys are going to take over the world? I, I, yeah. It doesn't look right to me. They currently have one aircraft carrier, and it doesn't work. So, so uh, they, but they, yeah. there are new buddies so, now. There are new uh, buddies. Yeah, allegedly. Yeah. I, hey, listen, man. Uh, uh, send me the, the link for this movie. Uh, say it again. Jouen Noel. Am I saying it correctly? I believe so. I'm not sure if I'm saying it right. Joyeux Noel. It's uh, J-O-Y-E-A-X. All right. So just send it to us. Send it to us, and then we're gonna, we'll get it up on the site so we can let people know about it. Sam, I always like talking to you. You know, I've liked talking to you my entire life ever since Craig Pemberton introduced you to me at Lockwood Valley Pool when I was 13 years old. Uh, so I still remember Craig was talking to me, and I, I go, who's that? He goes, uh, that's Sam. Hey, watch this. And that's, I don't remember what happened after that. He just called you over. And <laughs> 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 that's Sam. Watch this. I don't remember. He just walked over. So uh, we will talk to you again either next week or the following week uh, where hopefully you'll be able to uh, share something else with us. That's exactly what we're looking for, that gem that we wouldn't find on our own. And you have brought it to us through your yeah. research, and we are moviegeeks.com. Yeah, happy to do so. All right, Sam, my good friend. We will talk to you soon. Thank you very much, buddy. Thank you, Tony. All right, bye-bye. Bye. There, that's exactly what I was hoping he'd be able to bring to us. You know, uh, uh, that movie, you know, that sounds like a great movie. Yeah. It sounds like something that I'd want, you know, not only is it Christmas theme, but also dealing with war and violence, you know, so much of what I see nowadays.